Welcome aboard, Captain. Welcome back to the Star Trek Minute, the semi-daily podcast where we talk about and celebrate Star Trek for the voyage home, one minute at a time. I'm David Soker. And I'm Chris LaSalle. Hello, Captain. Hello, Commander. Uh, <laughs> I don't I don't know. Yeah. Um, no, I just uh, I feel like I haven't talked to you in a while. It's been a long time, Dave. <laughs> That's all. Uh, yeah, yeah, we were, we were fresh off our uh trip over to the original series set tour yep. uh, this past weekend and uh they hopefully everybody uh picked up the bonus episode in our regular feed we shared that out with everybody and um the audio quality probably wasn't our best but yeah. um <laughs> but uh we still had a still had a fun time and and man if you are a star trek fan and you are within driving distance you got to go to that thing absolutely holy cow um yeah but uh we're here talking about voyage home Yes. So uh, we're on minute 43. 43? Yes. Wow. Minute number 43. Okay. That's what it says here in my notes. Minute 43. Got it. Uh, so this minute starts with Kirk smugly telling Spock how they'll find the whales and ends with uh, Chekhov saying that they need to find directions. All right. And I put my emphasis on smugly. It's, yeah, that face he makes is like me uh, yeah it's obnoxious so i'm going back to you know in, to the listener federation where i i guess a couple episodes when kirk made the comment um remember where we parked and i'm i was all like i wanted none of it i didn't want any of that you know he was like being the cool guy and mm -hmm. you know the fingers pointing, pew, pew, pew. Remember where we parked, because I'm the cool guy, you know. And I know some people like it, you know, a.k.a. Jonathan Carlyle. Um, <laughs> we love you, Jonathan Carlyle. Uh, but uh, here, he, like, takes that level of trying to be cool up a notch. And not just a notch, like, he, like, busts right out of the scale. Yeah, it's really, you know, a pair of humpback whales named George and Gracie. Like, just... Yeah. yeah, it's very. Uh, it seems out of character to me, and you know maybe it was just you know Nimoy's directing. Just hey, I need you to be. Why would you be? Why would you be smug to Spock? Yeah, like what? I mean, it's not like Spock's being a pain in the butt right now. He's he's trying to find you know he's trying to get directions and trying to figure out where they have to go. And um, I mean it. This to me, this scene is like. A pair of humpback whales named George and Gracie, you know, with a smile and a wink, right? That's what it should be. Right, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, he just figured it out for us. You know, simple logic, my good man. Hmm. You know, how do you, how do you, and uh, Spock's reaction would have been like me. I would have been like, how do you, how do you know this? And then he, then he like ratchets the smugness up even more. A simple, like he's almost making fun of Spock at this point. <laughs> right. And again, why do that? It's you know yeah. it, it, that you know McCoy maybe right because they're always you know he's always pushing buttons, um, and, and Spock hasn't been a pain in the butt to Kirk at this, you know at this point. He only asked him about the glasses, right? That's all he's really said in the last couple minutes. Yeah. Um, I don't know. 
Yeah, I don't I don't like it. It's not funny. I think it's supposed to be funny, maybe, but it's not funny at all. Well, that's the other thing is like now the floodgates have opened. Like, uh, you know, Kirk says, you know, remember when we parked, and we were like, oh, it's Chuckle Fest '86. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I forget. We there was a minute. I think there was a minute in Search for Spock. We talked about it. it was like laugh a second, right? Yeah. Um, I think it's when they broke McCoy out, um, and that's probably like the funniest minute. You know, or the the most joke filled minute uh, until this until this minute here. It's just like it's like tries to be nonstop, and they're like yeah. they're not even like they're like bad puns or right. <laughs> anyway, let's let's keep going. We can highlight them all. Okay, so yeah, um, so you know he, he has a smugness moment, and then uh, then they try to get on the bus, and I think this is the first genuine joke that I actually like. I see it and I kind of laugh at because they get off and, you know, Spock's like, what does it mean? Exact change. Like, and Kirk's kind of like, I don't know. And to me, that's the first time I feel like Kirk being Kirk. Like he doesn't know the cool term. He's not being smug. He's just being like, I don't know. Yeah. And I feel like that's the first genuine joke. And I'll say that I, uh, I don't know if it's a, I don't know if I agree if it's the if it's the first genuine joke, but I think it's a good joke in that the timing is beautiful. Yes, I mean they get yeah, on the bus, they get on the bus, the door's shut, and then there's like a good couple of beats there where like oh okay what this is weird you know why are we still holding on the bus and then they come back out. <laughs> uh, that's pretty funny. Um, and yeah, Kirk's reaction is yeah, I agree is also like oh what what just happened. Um, I mean, they couldn't guess con- contextually what that meant. I guess not. Right. Like, money is, yeah, exact change, I guess, is more of a. Um, and I get it. You know, yeah, the, the, we, we talked about the whole money thing and, you know, they don't know what money is. You know, don't don't splurge. You know, I don't We got a hundred bucks. Right. I wonder how much they needed. I did I not know. go back they, and look they, at bus fare in 86. Couldn't they have given them a, like a fiver and said, just just keep the change, dude. Uh, I got to give a thumbs up and a shout out. Uh, the back of the bus as it pulls away, support your high school band. Yep. And I would say that was true <laughs> in '86, and it's true today. You su- everybody should do that. My son's yes. in a high school band. You should totally support your local high school band. That is my public service announcement from Star Trek Minute. Okay. Hey, thanks. Yes, support your local band. My daughter's in. Well, my daughter's in the orchestra, so I uh, I also agree. Is it orchestra is different than band, right? Yeah. Orchestra is cool. Stri- oh, <laughs> is it cooler? Is that what you said? Yeah. Oh, game on, Stoker. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. It's all strings. Yeah, all strings. Okay, so uh, let's keep going. So Kirk now. So they uh, so they start to walk. Well, but, Kirk grabs Spock by the arm and they start to walk. Well, yeah. Why does he have to grab him like that? Isn't it kind of? Is he worried that Spock is going to wander off? It looks like he's like you know, uh, holding on to Spock because he's worried he's a flight risk. Well, he kind of gives him the, like, he he gives him a frowny face. Like, what is that? What is that face he gives him? It's almost like, uh, like, hmm. Yeah. Like, uh, it's his, like it's his fault. Like he did something. Like Spock yeah. did something dumb. Like, dude, you're the smartest man alive, and you didn't know what exact change was. <laughs> you're not helping me here. Um. All right. So we switch scenes now. We're at McCoy, Scotty, um, and yep. Sulu. Uh. Walking by a saloon. Yes. <laughs> and uh, all I could think of was, you know, I, I, I don't know. It, it, again, we're, we're, it's Star Trek 
uh, Star Trek Four. It's 1986. Yeah. It's in the past now, right? It's 2019. We're recording this right. thing. Um, but I will just say, having been a teenager in 1986, saloons were not a thing. The saloons are from the Wild West, right? So I find that unusual that it's there. Um, and I was wondering if it's a, if it, it was actually a business in San Francisco, or if this was something that they, the producers, and you know, put in place for the film. Well, I'm wondering if this was, yeah, this one's a little on the nose. You know, you got Scotty, who's a known drinker from the show, <laughs> you know, yeah. he's all spaced out. Um, and, you know, I think McCoy, you know, has a pension for the drinking, you know, you've got a border ship that brings in the Romulan ale. He only uses it for medicinal purposes, though. Yep, yep. Um, I think Sulu's just the, you know. He's a total tourist here. Are you watching him as he's walking yeah. around? He's a, He's loving it. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so I found the saloon thing. If it's not a real place, um, I don't know. It looks pretty, unless this is like some sort of, again, we don't know. I've never been to San Francisco, so I don't know if this is real. I'm, I'm relying on, you know, the interns and the fans, uh, you know, the listener federation and stuff like that to, uh, you know, to, to say, is this a real, real place? Well, it it is, but it, it, there is but currently a San Francisco saloon, but it's like a sports bar. Right. So, so I don't know if that's if this is truly the same place. Right. Um, but uh, it looks real. <laughs> it does. It does look real. Yes. Uh, but I, for me, it, I it, 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 for me, it was like I was wondering if it was like a callback to the original series because isn't there an episode yeah. where they're on the, they're at the OK Corral? And they have to have a shootout at the OK Corral. Right. Some. Preposterous... Oh, I, I would never have put that together. All right, that's 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 what I'm going to believe that this is a deep cut reference, an Easter egg reference yeah. to the uh, OK Corral episode. Oh, I was just thinking that it was because I don't know the drinking, <laughs> the drinking. Okay, let's see, we'll see, we'll see what the listeners decide. Right, they'll, they'll tell us. They'll have no problem telling us. Um, uh, so then they keep walking, and McCoy, you know, saying. Uh, you know, would, we, would you time tell me how we're gonna we would plan to convert this tank, Scotty? Ordinarily, I could do it with a piece of transparent aluminum. Yep. I'm afraid you're number two early years too early for that, uh, Sulu says. And I know we've got to find a 20th century equivalent, but where? And again, <laughs> this is more of a visual joke than anything else because they happen to walk by. The giant yellow wall, right? Um, and even this one. So hey, we're talking about the OK Corral and, and mm. saloons in the Wild West. I think this this one, this reference, is probably uh, could probably be lost on people these days, right? I mean, I'm, I'm sounding oh, like I an ab- old man. I absolutely but, believe it. Right, yeah. What are the yellow pages? Right. Um, uh, and I guess I got to explain it, right? So. The, before the internet, <laughs> when you needed to find a business or a phone, you had a you had a you had a phone book. You had to look it up in the phone book, and it would have all the all. Yeah, the you names wanted to look. order pizza. Yeah. You had to look it up in the yellow pages. Look it up in the yellow pages. Where's the nearest transparent aluminum shop? Here's right. a listing. Here's a whole bunch of them. Here's numbers I can call. <clears throat> and uh, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure they still make the yellow pages. I think I get one thrown on my doorstep once a year, and immediately goes into recycling. Um, but yeah, this is a big sight gag. Right. Um, yeah. And come, 
again, did they find this locale and said, oh, I got the perfect joke that would fit here if they walked by it. Uh, it doesn't look like they made it just for the film. It looks... No, no, yeah, this looks, looks like, like it was really there. there. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. Funny? Yeah, funny when, it, when we saw it? Sure, funny, but it's a bit of a groaner. Yes. A little uh, bit. A little bit. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so, uh, look, transparent aluminum uh, is... There was a big thing just recently, right? I'm going to say within the last year or two, mm. that uh, it, the scientists apparently have figured it out. That the, that is now it is such a thing. Like it's a, really it's a aluminum oxide nitride. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, I will find a link to it. There was a story that came out. Like I think it was last year that mm. said there's a. It's it's it's. I think the headlines were like, oh, transparent aluminum has been, you know, Star Trek's transparent aluminum has been found, right? And it's something similar. Um, I'll find the article and I'll post it. The future is now. Yeah. So uh, going back to the uh, the Yellow Pages location. Mm -hmm. uh, so the location is real. So it's on, It's it says, uh, I found a source that says, the Yellow Pages building where Scotty, Sulu, and McCoy are looking for the 27th, 20th century equivalent is now called, quote, the house and is located at 1230 Grand Ave at Fresno Street. Oh, really? Okay. Is it still yes. there? Um, I don't know if it's still there or not. Um, I could not find a picture. Oh, okay. So, yeah. That's cool. But, um, yeah, it was a real location, apparently. Okay. I could not find anything on the saloon. The saloon looks like if it was there... Uh, that doesn't look like one that would have made it into right. the uh, 21st century. Okay, cool. So you don't you don't think it's uh, still around? So um, I was just handed this from one of the interns, <laughs> and it does say that the saloon is a real bar, yeah, the oldest in the city, and is known for its blues concerts. It's located at 1232 Grant Ave on the corner of Fresno Alley. Uh, Grant Ave is the street in which Sulu McCoy and Scotty stand in the picture. Ah, cool. All right. Thank you to Memory Alpha for that uh, that note. Excellent. Uh, so that's more locales then that are still around. Uh, Winchell's Donuts, Saloon. Okay. Great. And uh, if anyone you know who's been there had been in the saloon, let us know in the in, in the Listeners Federation. I'm I'm very curious to, to know what it's like. What's their signature drink at the saloon? Yeah, what's yeah, good good call. What's their signature drink? Yeah. Okay. Excellent. Uh, I wish my intern was here. They always right, seem to be with you. Hmm. Sometimes they are. Yeah. Um okay, what else we got? So I, I the extras, I think every, all the extras are behaving well in these uh, scenes and so nobody's looking at the camera. Uh, yeah. These are a little more I think a little more staged. Obviously we have the uh, uh, Asian couple that uh, walk out of the of the house is that what it was called mm. uh, that's uh i guess there to turn everybody around so they can look at the building right um uh and then we cut to ahura and Chekhov uh have figured it out right they are he already grabbed a uh yep he uh, found the yellow pages so yeah. good for him you wonder now how did he know did he yeah. see also see a sign or does he have some 
historical knowledge that he knew to go look for uh, Yellow Pages? Well, I think he did because, you know, as our theory has been about future Disneyland, he knew that Disneyland right. <laughs> existed, so he somehow had pre-existing knowledge to look in the Yellow Pages to first look for Disneyland before looking for naval vessels. So, obviously, my, my biggest question here is, do they really list naval vessels <laughs> in the Yellow Pages or in the White Pages, for that matter? Right. I think you have to look under U.S. government. But no. Yeah, that's, yeah that I'm going to go with a no on that one. Seems very unlikely. Um, the uh, We get the cable. Is that the first appearance of the cable car? Yes. Yeah. Right. So that's a, exactly. San Francisco treat. Uh, which is uh, surprisingly not posted. We do see a, a Canon ad, mm. um, which is still around today. Yep. Um, no digital cameras there, though. That's all yep. film, baby. Yeah, that's all film. Yes. Yep. So we get another product placement of the uh, – not only do we get the giant Pacific Bell yellow pages, yep. but when uh, they're at the phone booth, we get the Pacific Bell phone booth, which, again, I have to wonder, do people – I mean, phone booths have been gone for a little while now. Yeah, even now, right? So I have to wonder, like, how many people have ever seen, like, a pay phone, like – I, I remember getting dropped off at the mall with you and having to call my mom on a, you know, make sure you have your quarter so you can call your mom. <laughs> yep. Yep. You know? He didn't, did he make a call or he just look up the address? No, I think he just looked up the address. Okay. Um, yes, very resourceful. Um, and then speaking of extras, uh, no extras here because I think every single person on the cable car is looking at the camera. Yes. <laughs> And it looks like it's a pretty full boat. Yeah. yeah. Like that is a full boat that I think I've ever seen in like a movie. Like you have both sides, people hanging out the side, and it looks like every seat is full. And those two dudes at the back totally looking right in the right in the camera. <laughs> we just need somebody to wave. That's what we want. We want to see somebody yeah. wave at the camera. That would be the best. <laughs> Um, so what do we get? Check up just so, yeah. So now we need directions. So that's really where it ends off. Um, I, yeah, I don't, yeah, I'm just, I don't have any other notes for this one. Um, talked about check off the tourist, right? Mm. And not check off the tourist. Um, but yeah, that's all I had. So well, how about you? I don't, I mean, I am getting myself my bearing set for, you know, chuckle fest and, uh, just really disappointed in the whole smugness of Kirk. Mm. You know, I, I felt like, again, the, the end of that, that their, their section was more of an honest joke, you know, if that's the right term. You know, it, was, it looked like it was natural, like you said, the timing. Um, yeah, of them getting off the bus, yep. You wonder who was uh, in, in charge of the, of the jokes. Mm. Um, it was it the same, the same person writing them all, or, uh, or I, not even that. I wonder how many uh, were ad libbed in a way, yeah. like, oh, you know what we could do? Like, like I said, if they saw the Pacific Bell Building, oh, you know what we could do right here, or, uh, you know, what if we get Spock and Kirk on the bus and have them have to get out back? You know, like how many of those were done on the fly versus how many were written in the script? Right. All right, man. Well, that's all I've got for this one.
Me too, man. All right. Uh, well, let's wrap it up. Um, but uh, we'll be back on Wednesday. But before that, um, uh, just uh, let's put out a request to say, hey, if you haven't already, uh, could you uh, rate, review, and subscribe to the show? Um, uh, all those, all those actions, uh, um, especially if you do like a five-star rating, all those, all those help out the show, uh, raise the visibility. And uh, if you haven't told your friends, tell your friends about us. We'd love, uh, love to get more listeners and new listeners. Um, so uh, please and thank you. And we'll be back again on Wednesday talking about minute 44 of the voyage home here at Star Trek Minute. Bye. Goodbye.